What's up and welcome to Fortitude in 15 with Sam Panich and Parker Yablon, presented by Elevation Nation. In 15 minutes, we're going to talk about what's going on in the real world and give you some tips and tricks on how to activate mental fortitude and conquer the real world. What's up, Sammy? What's up, Parker? Happy Fortitude in 15 Thursday, man. How's your week going? It's going well, man. Episode 90. 9D. Think about that. It's wild, man. Who would have thought we'd still be grinding this out 90 episodes later? Well, I think, dude, we have our year anniversary of the first episode of the podcast, uh, I think, next week. Well, we'll be celebrating. Which is... Oh, actually, October 7th. We're Mazel sorry. tov, man. That's today. Happy when people one year. Are listening to this. Happy one year anniversary. Think about that. You think about it, Parker. Think about this past year. We've accomplished a lot, man. And hopefully, we've helped a lot of people along the way. So, thank you, Elevation Nation, for supporting us and listening to Parker and myself talk about the struggles we're going through. Life, mental fortitude. We hope that you learned something that uh, you have a little bit more wisdom, guidance, and ability to conquer the real world. And we're not stopping anytime soon. So we're excited. We have a lot of big things in the works to share with you all. And I think we have a cool topic for today. I almost started the episode by singing a Jonas Brothers song, Parker, because I think uh, one of their songs goes hand in hand with the topic today. Uh, I'm curious to see what you got to say because I have absolutely no idea. Well, my favorite Jonas Brothers song, by the way, Year 3000, like the OG, OG man. Jonas Brothers song, like way, way back. Like now they got some like, they got real music. Back then, that was a big time song. Just want to say that. Dude, their song Burning Up. Burning Up. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty famous I'm one. I'm just saying. I think I know that one. That goes with our topic today, right? I think today... Parker and I wanted to talk about burnout. Now, that might be a new concept for a lot of people still in school that are listening. Um, But for folks that have started in the real world, it's this hot new topic that everybody is obsessed with in the corporate world, this concept of burnout. And Parker and I were joking that everybody talks about it, everyone says to avoid it, but what really is burnout. So we wanted to take an opportunity to dive into that and give you our definitions of it. So Parker, what do you think burnout is, man? It's it's really funny because I brought this topic up because a few weeks ago I was we were on like a community meeting all hands with all of like my practice and someone asked a question about burnout. And I initially just kept quiet and didn't say anything. And then the partner on the call said, Hey Parker, what do you think about burnout? And I un put my mic and I like started to talk about it and I finished what I had to say and I was like, wait, that's what it means to me. But like burnout isn't a definition, like doesn't have like a universal definition for everyone. Like burnout is gonna mean so many different things to a lot of different people. But yet in the corporate world, we all seem to think we know the universal definition, where I personally don't think there is one. I think burnout is something that you can't see. Obviously, you can't like quantify it. It's something that I guess where people think that other people can't work more because they're being overworked. I don't know. What do you think? It's a strange 
topic because I don't know if that word existed 50 years ago. I don't know if when our parents were not, like, I mean, like it kind of sounds like a hip word if you ask me. Like, not like it's hip to be burnt out. It's kind of just burnt out. It's like a it's slang. <laughs> I mean, where I was gonna take that is nobody gave a shit if you were burnt out 30 years ago, right? Like burnt out just meant your job. Oh, you're like, working harder? Oh, yeah, you're, you're working great. hard. Wonderful. Great. You're, doing you're tired. Exactly what you're supposed to do. <laughs> exactly, right? Like, I don't know. I think the the corporate working world has significantly evolved. I think it's thanks to HR departments, social media, transparency and and progress towards people's well-being, but like nobody had cared about burnout years ago because it didn't matter. Like that was expected, right? Like you grind, you commute, you go to work, put in your hours, work late, make your money and live the American dream. And now we have a bunch of spoiled millennials like us who are used to having balance, having transparency, having freedom. Um, And so this concept of burnout, I think, kind of goes hand in hand with how often and quickly our people jump ship, our age people jump from company to company, explore. And I think burnout helps these new corporations in figuring out how to handle burnout with their retention rates. I wrote a Twitter thread about burnout a few weeks ago. Maybe that's why I kind of wanted to talk about this. I don't know. What was it? I'm going to read it and see what you got to say about it. Okay. Yesterday, I was asked about how to deal with burnout in the workplace. My immediate thought was that we all have been dealing with some form of burnout during the pandemic and the importance of being vulnerable to talk about our struggles with others. But I forgot some big points. While many of us are still working from home and are always working towards tangible results, burnout isn't tangible. You can't see it. Someone who is a high performer may seem like they are doing great work because they are producing great work. But burnout has nothing to do with results. It has everything to do with how that person is doing on the inside. The crazy thing about burnout is that it's not measurable. You can't compare one's former burnout to another. Sam, your burnout doesn't look like my burnout. My burnout doesn't look like my sister's burnout. For example, two people work the same amount of time to get a deliverable across the finish line. They both work the same amount of time. Doesn't mean they both feel burnt out or distressed. I mean, what does burnout even mean? Is it overworked, stressed, unhappy? So while burnout isn't measurable, it can certainly and does mean not it does not mean the same for every person. So how do we deal with burnout in the workplace? I don't know. These are some things I thought. Acknowledge that we are all going through unique experiences. Share your struggles so others feel comfortable to share with you. Support your teammates just as you would a friend and ask a simple question. Sam, are you okay? Yes. Thank you, Parker, for asking. No, I mean, dude, I agree. Burnout is different for everybody. In fact, I wanted to bring up, and maybe we're going to have to ask her this question this evening. Um, Liv Schreiber's coming on the podcast tonight. It'll be released in a, in a couple weeks. But she's not in the corporate world. She started her own company with her brother, right? And is running that and is super passionate about it. But I'm sure she still gets burnt out. She still gets exhausted, mm. right? I think sometimes people mistake Interesting. having a passion for what you do will prevent you from ever having burnout. And I think I disagree with that statement probably because I've lived it. 
as an entrepreneur, right? Everybody says being an entrepreneur is amazing. You can do what you want, what you're passionate about and make an impact and call it your own, right? It's like, yeah, that's sick. But now you don't have a nine to five. You have a 24, seven day a week thing, project, passion that consumes your brain, consumes your emotions and it eats you up, right? And like, I think for me, Burnout can be prevented by turning off my brain, which I do in some different ways, whether that's exercise, reading, watching Netflix, cooking, walking around, right? Like to me, it doesn't necessarily, I don't cure my burnout by working on something I'm passionate about, unfortunately. I think for some people it is, right? Like they have a passion project and and they do it casually. But I think because Parker, we've crossed that line of, Elevation Nation being casual, and it's you know something we're of course passionate about, but we work really, really hard at it. That this isn't my cure for burnout anymore. It probably adds to my burnout. Boo! I think what's unique about what you had to say is burnout. One is unique to every person, and even more so, the way I think about it is like, yeah, it's the employer's responsibility or your teammate's responsibility to help you get through, you know, feeling overworked and by, you know, offering you benefits or, you know, maybe mixing up how meetings are run or celebrating wins. But approaching burnout all comes down to a little more mental fortitude. So having the self-awareness to understand how you're feeling in that moment. And two, holding yourself accountable to take care of yourself because that is the number one most important thing. It's got to start with you right? It's got to start with how can I do the things in my day where I feel fulfilled, I'm able to take care of myself both physically and mentally, but then also reach my goals. And it all starts with defining that. And to tie this all back to mental fortitude, like, yeah, burnout, we're all experiencing it in some form, whether I know how you're experiencing it or not. It's taking the step back to really realize how can you handle it for yourself. Absolutely. And I think if anybody's out there listening and says, I'm getting burnt out, I can't go on much longer, I can't do this, right? Like one thing that I think I learned from Parker that helps me calm down in those moments of crisis is like being outside and trying to get to as close of nature as you can. There's something weirdly soothing about being near trees or water. I don't know why. But it just calms you down and, and grounds you. So as a quick emergency fix, I would you know, get outside, go in nature, and take a deep breath. And then do what Parker just said. A more sustainable long-term approach is reflect on who you are, what you want, where you're going, and how you're going to get there using mental fortitude. And see if this job or whatever's burning you out is on that path. And if it's not, maybe it's time to rethink it. I think I want to say one more thing as well on on burnout um, before I let you get to Parker's perspective here, P. For some reason, burnout has become cool. And you alluded to this at the beginning of the podcast, but this concept of I'm working 12-hour days, I'm working weekends, I'm working late at night, I'm grinding, has become cool. Who's it cool for? That's become the way... In society, people compare your worth a bit. 
how hard you work. And I would argue to think if that's truly something that you, one, want to do, or two, need to do, or if you could perhaps work smarter or not work as hard. I'm not saying don't work hard. I'm saying don't fake work hard. And by that, I mean, I think I think a lot of people come up with things to do to look busy and take more time and and emphasize like, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm working so hard, I'm doing this. Like, Maybe you're taking the wrong approach. Maybe you're not delegating effectively. Maybe you're doing things out of order. Maybe you're not working smart, you're just working hard, right? And like that has become cool and normal and what is expected, so I think people continue to do it, but it leads to more burnout, right? So one, ask yourself, is burnout really cool? Is that something that I really wanna do with my life? You might be in a stage in your career that you need to do that, right? I know a lot of investment bankers, they sit around until 2 a.m. waiting for their bosses to leave because that's what it's expected, right? So sometimes it is needed in the industry you're in, but if you can control it, I always am in favor of working smarter as opposed to fake working harder. And I think that's a benefit of working from home for a lot of people. I think sometimes people sat around and tried to look busy because their bosses were busy but didn't have something delegated to them to work on. And hopefully now with working from home, people can be a lot more productive and efficient with the time that they have. So we'll see. It's going to be really interesting when all these HR studies come out about how these past year and a half or two years has impacted how we work. I mean, there's already stuff out there about it. And to to your point before I get into my perspective is the end of the day, you got to write down, like if there's a takeaway from this this episode of the podcast, like write down what burnout looks for you, like looks like for you. Define it for yourself. Write it down. Be like, is it, oh, I'm working 60 hours a week. Is it working 80 hours a week? Is it not being able to spend time with my girlfriend twice a week on, you know, during the weekday? Like what does burnout look like to you? Write that down. And then once you hit that threshold, maybe it's time to have a little bit mental fortitude to take a step back and make a change. It's a really interesting topic. I really, really did enjoy this conversation because it's something that I, I really truly believe everything everyone's going through. Um, and damn, we could have a whole nother conversation, Sam, about what you just said about like it's cool to be burnt out because like I feel like that's rooted in just American culture. Uh, but that's a conversation for next time. So quote of the week, I like this one. Okay. Honestly, I'll be honest, Elevation Nation, I just Googled quote on burnout. <laughs> so I didn't read this in like some Bible or some book or uh, hear this on another podcast. But yes, Google is sometimes very useful. And it's said by Michael Gunger. I have no idea who he is. They should, you know, he's got his picture on here and everything. But I really like what he said about burnout. Burnout is what happens when you try to avoid being human for too long. Think about that for a second. If you feel and burnt out in the last two years or 18 months or even today, has it gotten to the point where you're not yourself anymore? Write down on a piece of paper that feeling and write down on a piece of paper where you want to be. Bring it back to how can you be yourself again? And then maybe you'll be one step closer to feeling a little less burnt out. So, Sam, that's my perspective on the week. Beautiful. Elevation Nation, if you ever need to vent, 
If you're feeling exhausted, want to talk about burnout, want to talk about mental fortitude, go to our website, elevationnation.io. Parker and I have our calendars open for you all for free to just have someone to talk to. We know it's hard out there. We know working from home in the same bedroom is getting a little repetitive here, but uh, hopefully we all can help each other not burn out. So on that note, check out our episode this week with Rob Lawless. Rob's on a mission to meet 10,000 friends. Parker and I were in the like 3,000 range. He's an incredible dude. Uh, We were more than that. We were like 4,000 something. He's an incredible guy. We had a great conversation about him and what he's learning after talking to 10,000 people. So check it out. And until next week, peace. Hey, it's Parker again. Thanks for listening to Fortitude and 15 this week. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever it may be. If you want to join the nation and follow Sam and my journey, you can follow us at elevationnation.io. Or you can visit us on the web at www.elevationnation.io. DM us, text us, email us if you want to share your story, you have any ideas for the podcast, or if you think anyone else should join our conversations. Our intro is produced by Jay. Shoot him a follow on Instagram at produced by Jay. Thanks to our mentors, Rich Keller and David Hess for their constant support. Be sure to tune in for the next conversation. See you then.